you're listening to Behind Closed Doors with Billy Elliot. I'm Billy. By day, I host radio and interview all sorts of interesting people. And by night, I facilitate success for women in business, hosting space for women to set goals and reach their full potential, just like our Lewis FC players. Now, this podcast is your chance to personally get to know the players off the pitch. Today we have 26-year-old Welsh centre-forward Ellie Leake, known amongst her team as pretty darn clued up on social justice issues, and fans encourage her by chanting, get your leak on. Let's find out more. Ellie, how's it going? Hi, Billy. It's going good. Yeah, um, really excited to be on the podcast and um, be chatting with you today. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to all that we're about to share as well, actually. And firstly, I always ask the football players, tell us the story of how you got to this point. So I basically copied my older brother to a T. I would literally go and change my outfit to match his perfectly. <laughs> and he played football and I'd always go watch him play football when I was really young. Um, I seen a girl playing once and... When I seen the girl playing, um, her name's Lindsay Davis. She, you know, still plays like locally in Wales now. But when I seen her playing with my brother, I was like, well, that means I can play football too. And I think from then, I just absolutely fell in love with football, kind of got obsessed with it in some ways. Um, would stay outside doing kickups to beat my brother's um, high score of how many kickups he did. So, yeah, that's how it all began for me. Kind of strange story, but, you know, it's one that hopefully means that more girls are playing football now. Isn't it funny how sometimes the imitator is the one who takes the glory and look at you now playing for Lewis FC when you were just basically incredibly inspired, I I hear, by your brother. Yeah, for sure. I was the kind of kid that I thought I could do anything better than anybody else in the world. So (laughs) anytime I seen somebody doing something, I was like, I want to do that because I'm going to be better at it. (laughs) Amazing. For ages until, you know, I'm following my older brother down really big, hills on skateboards and fallen over and really hurting myself which you know made me calm down a little bit <laughs> knocked you down a peg or two <laughs> yeah, sure. I can actually really relate to that though I think I was probably a very similar kind of child to what you describe <laughs> are you 25 Ellie I just turned 26 oh me too when when was your birthday the 21st of January oh my god mine's the 19th oh gosh you're almost that's so weird I'm two days older than you <laughs> If we'd been born in the same area of the UK, we probably would have been in the, in the ward at the same time. If we were both from Wales, we'd both probably be related. Yeah, <laughs> in a kind of weird twin way. Yeah. <laughs> we're the same age, we're basically related. Um, <laughs> and also a fellow... Are you a Capricorn or an Aquarius then? I am an Aquarius, Jess. Oh, yeah. only just, because I'm just a, just a Capricorn. Yeah, I'm on like the brink. I think I'm literally the day it turns Aquarius. I don't like the Capricorn attributes in me. Don't you? Why? I feel like it's like a bit of like control freak. Oh, no. Too, like, logical, not, like, enough optimism. Ellie, I'm trying really hard not to feel personally offended by this. Sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I think also, apparently, there's a theory, isn't there, that people who are on the cusp are often the the queer ones? Oh, brilliant. Well, it must make sense, though. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever I meet any cusps, I'm like, you must be queer. I just kind of presume. (laughs) We're going to be friends. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. 
Okay. So what happened next? You were really, really into football. You kind of got that from imitating your brother and being really, really um, inspired to be more like him. Yeah. And then I was in a primary school where um, the te- one of the teachers at the time, Mr. Davis, he was really supportive of me wanting to play football. So he always let me join in with the girls, um, which is really rare for the, the time that it was. And I was on the boys team. I think I was the youngest person ever to play for the school team, um, girl or boy. Um, so yeah, I, I ended up having to move schools just because my mum moved um, because of her job. And once we'd moved, the new school that I went to uh, wouldn't let me play in the boys team because <laughs> um, I was a girl. And I was oh my gosh, what am I going to do? So my mum actually went into the school and said that she would start up a girls team. She got all her badges and like did like the whole like McDonald McDonald's coaching classes and yeah, she she was our coach for the girls team and you know wow. she really supported um my sporting ability even though she she probably would have referred preferred me to be a cross country or long distance runner. Wow, but look at her go. She just marched in there and made it happen. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, she's awesome very awesome woman what an incredibly supportive person in your life probably would you say quite instrumental in your football career then yeah definitely um both my parents really in both my sporting career because I also played roller hockey and my dad was my coach and when I played roller hockey and I think a lot of um, dads when it comes to their little girls they want to kind of you know protect them be careful like don't be silly but my dad was kind of like go out there I'll smash them I'd be crying if I got hurt he'd be like you can't give up it's only thing one thing worse than giving up and <laughs> great just very very different upbringing to probably a lot what a lot of girls have so I like a lot of what they taught me and the way that they raised me I think made me so ambitious and driven and you know mm-hmm. different to a lot of girls that just kind of stayed in and around the local area that I was from. So I hear from you that football gives you a real opportunity to feel incredibly capable in your life. Would you say that's right? Yeah, definitely. Um, It's been such a big part of my life and given me so many crazy opportunities that I wouldn't have had if, you know, it wasn't for football and, you know, the love for the game. Um, Yeah, it's, it's, it's being around incredible, like, women and girls as well growing up who also, like, share that ambition and, you, you always felt like you was a little bit different because you played football. But I think, you know, female football players are, and female athletes in general are the most outspoken and powerful women that there are just because they've gone against everything that society has taught them. Um, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, I totally hear that. I've actually really, really enjoyed interviewing you all so far because I get this real sort of intense, strong energy of like incredible ambition and motivation, which totally like I feel like it goes straight into my veins and I get fully pumped and I just want to like go out there and smash up everything and like make everything amazing, you know? No, that's great. That's the that's what we want to have, the effect we want to have on people for sure. Um, it's definitely getting bigger. So hopefully, you know, more and more people can be inspired too yeah definitely absolutely um excellent that's so great okay so you kind of quickly tapped into and mentioned the fact that sometimes in your experience so far you felt a bit different being in football as a woman as a young girl would you say that's been your greatest challenge during this whole process of your I guess your whole football career or has anything else been challenging for you I think yeah that probably is you know the greatest challenge is being different I remember there was a period in high school you know I, I really conform to social norms and you know I 
wore loads of makeup and you know had bright blonde hair and a bang and wanted a boyfriend all the time which was something that I look back now and just extremely wasn't me but you know I I go into PE lessons and because I was good at sport you know I'd, I'd dribble past someone when we was playing football and you know all the girls would make like side comments like oh here she goes again like they really really didn't like that I was good at it it was just a really like difficult envi- environment to be in and I think I tried to you know really conform to fit in and try and be that way until I eventually went to you know Bristol Academy and where I was around girls who all loved football and it didn't really matter if you was that different and we all kind of shared that um passion that that all those girls are my best friends and all those girls are the ones that are going on to do you know absolutely insane things and those are the girls that you know inspire me every day and yeah keep me going um so yeah I think definitely it was you know one one of the biggest struggles one of the biggest things that like held me back but I also think it was one of the things that really motivated me the most and helped me you know progress forward and gave me that mindset that you know it's okay to be different it's okay to not be exactly as everybody else is and that's one thing that you know if I could have gone back in time and told my younger self um just to have followed my ambition and drive um a bit more when I was that age then I definitely would have because I think you know I probably would have gone a bit further but you know no regrets I'm happy where I am now and I love being at Lewis so yeah god it sounds like you really found your people at Bristol Academy it must have been such an incredible feeling to have landed there and realized that you weren't alone in that um in that experience and I guess in these ex- experiences where we feel a lacking of something or feel different in some way it's just extra amazing isn't it when you end up somewhere where you feel really really accepted and understood yeah for sure and I think you know, a lot of us were still really trying to figure ourselves out as well um when we was there or we all catch up like as much as we possibly can because we're all in different areas of the UK right now you know luckily Rianne and both Sammy Quayle are with me at Lewis now Rianne and me have been best friends since we was about 11 or 12 and yeah I think honestly having that friendship of somebody who is so ambitious and so motivated and one thing I always envy about Rianne is um, her drive and like how strong her mentality is. And I don't think I would have got half as far as where I am now if it wasn't for her pushing me. We were so competitive all the time. And every time we go up against each other now at Lewis, it's just hysterical because we just go harder on each other than anybody else. It's like having a sister. So it's pretty really good to have um, those friendships and those relationships. Brilliant. It sounds like you take a lot of inspiration from the people around you in the football world. Yeah, for sure. I think um, they're my safety blanket more than anything. I mean, obviously, obviously my girlfriend is um, in the football industry as well. And I think they're just my people sort of thing. It's where I feel comfortable. It's where I feel I can be myself. It's where I'm not judged. It's where, you know, um, I can say what I want to say and it not be, you know, an interview. And it's also where I find a lot of people are ambitious and motivated about other things outside um of general stuff so it also opens my eyes to a lot of other areas and a lot of other you know social issues and so on and so forth so yeah I feel like you don't go a day without learning something um being on a women's football team for sure you mentioned your girlfriend then I mean I don't think I know any couples that are both football players how is that as an experience oh it's it's honestly it's I love her to death and it's she's my best friend in so many ways and we get on so well and we met actually when we was both playing um, professionally out in France um also extremely stressful 
because you know uh having football as a um football being your main job your main um life goal is is stressful because if football if some one thing in football isn't going well i'm probably going to be coming home to a very upset girl you know i think we bring out the best in each other in those difficult times um and also like we don't know where we're going to be in six months we don't know where we're going to be living next because contracts are so short it's just you just don't have the stability that you would in a normal relationship so i guess for me it's exciting and you stay on your toes all the time so it's great and that's what i love about it um I wouldn't have it any other way, but it definitely comes with his ups and downs for sure. I think a lot of things do, don't they, really? Okay, so you kind of touched a little bit on, like, home life and stuff, but I actually would really love to know what you like to do in your recreational periods. What do you do for sort of outside of football, for fun? Um, for fun? Uh, sounds like a dating question, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, um, I, I, I like to think I do, like, quite a bit, um... Obviously, I work with a great company, Five Zero, which it is working, but I, I love doing it. I don't really see it as work. I enjoy doing it. I put a lot of hours into it, um, which is where we help younger players get football scholarships to the US. You know, the dream that I had when I was a kid, you know, being able to share that um, with other girls and other football players um, is it's really exciting. And when I was going through that process, it was the coolest thing ever. So getting to like go through it all again with um these other players is yeah I love doing that so I spend a lot of time doing that I also think because obviously both myself and Martha are athletes um we do spend a lot of time like cooking and in the kitchen and we kind of have like an ongoing like competition who's the better cook and <laughs> she probably is but I'll never probably tell her um, <laughs> she'll know now <laughs> I'll have to tell her and not listen <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. no yeah we we do a, we do a lot of cooking um uh, which is really fun too and yeah, I think being an athlete and working as well, you've got to be really organized and structured with your meals. So you constantly have something to focus on. Never bored. Yeah. You mentioned earlier about sort of contracts and having to move around a lot. You've been at Lewis since January last year. Is that right? 2020? Yeah, that's right. Um, we only sign one year deals. At max, you might sign a two year deal. So you only know you're going to be somewhere for a year max. Obviously, I love football and it's like my main passion, but it does come with its sacrifices. Especially for women, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, men, men earn so much in a year that they could buy seven houses straight off the back. So it doesn't even matter for them. But yeah, we have to, obviously, we have to be smart as well. A lot more planning goes into your future, being a female athlete to make sure you have something lined up to go into and mm -hmm. so it's about being really smart and making sure you have something to fall back on yeah what's it been like to play for Lewis FC and be part of the Lewis FC it's been amazing um it's Lewis is honestly the best club that I've been a part of hands down it's been unbelievable the support you get from everybody is just absolutely amazing and you can go to anybody I could I could name like five or six people off my hand that I could go speak to at the club if I was having a problem or an issue with something. Also, like, the girls are great too. I think Simon does a great job in really taking into consideration character and, like, team cohesion, and we all get on so well. Yeah, it's been, honestly, it's been amazing. Um, I wouldn't want to be anybody, anywhere else for sure. Also, the fact that it's, you know, a quality FC and they do so much off the field and, uh, you know, a pinnacle point for women's sport being, you know, having the equal budget and facilities as, like, the men. Uh, it's only going to you know, break those ba barriers and those boundaries and help, you know, women push forward in gaining more equality in the sporting industry. So mm -hmm. you're, also, you're definitely fighting for more when you're going out every week than just, you know, 
to play football with your friends. Yeah, I love it. Equality FC, long may it rain, or maybe even, maybe even hopefully short may it rain because it'll be so hopefully soon equal everywhere that it won't even be so highlighted, but it'll just be part of the norm. Yeah, I hope so. You, you know, I think Lewis is still the only women's football club in the UK that is equal for men and women um, across the board. I think it's important to know as well that as women athletes, we don't expect to ever be getting paid the same amount as the men do. I think it's quite ridiculous how much they get they get paid, and you know, some sometimes that does cause divide in the leagues and that sort of thing. You know, we we just want to be treated fairly, be able to have a good living wage and you know, the support that we deserve for how many hours that we do give in to being you know athletes. Totally. And I guess on this on the subject of equality, would you like to talk a little bit about the LGBTQ history event that you're planning? Yes. So it's LGBTQ History Month this month. We've wanted to do more um, off the pitch just to support social events, um, thrive for, you know, a better future for everybody. I think that was something that I felt was a little bit of a gap in our team for a little bit. You know, I, I spoke to the girls about it being LGBTQ History Month. And, you know, I, I was overwhelmed with the few girls that did reach out to me after I spoke to them and wanted to do something. So we've actually formed an Equality and Diversity Committee. It's me, Rudy, Paula, Zara, Ellie Noble and Rianne. So six of us. And we'll come together. We're going to be hosting a charity bingo event. Um, it's going to be virtual. The date should be confirmed very soon. It'll be the 26th or 27th of February. And it's going to be an online bingo night, uh, raising money for a great charity called Mind Out um, that do a lot in the LGBTQ plus um, space, especially with um, relation to mental health. Mind Out are an amazing charity. They offer like really um, low cost therapy to people in the LGBTQ plus community. You know, like low cost, I'm talking about like five to ten pounds a session. Like it's amazing. Just it's so easy to get appointments there and to, to get help and seek help from them. So that's an, I think it's such a great choice that you've made to support them. Yeah, they're also really, really local to us as well. And um, it's run by volunteers completely as well. So anything we can do to help them you know with the environment that they're working in or how they want to assist and help other people is you know it's great it should be fun we have some guest speakers two or three that um, should be speaking the night which will give us a great insight into why um, LGBTQ plus history month is so important and um, why we're doing things for it but hopefully we want to lead to other events too yeah, you're going to have a really great host as well, aren't you? A really, really fun host. I heard, I heard you know, um, they're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been mean, super, super chuffed to be called by Katie Rude to ask to host the event as well. I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be brilliant. I can't wait to find out what, which day. So that'll be either the 26th or the 27th and it'll be on online. And Is it maximum 100 capacity? The goal is to get 100 tickets sold. Um, no, we're really excited to have you too, Billy. It'll mean that us lot can all relax and you can do the speaking for the entire night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I love to talk. So <laughs> the pleasure is all mine. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you so much for that. It's really, really exciting. I'm really looking forward to being there and seeing who turns up. Do you find, will it be on Facebook, Ellie, that event? They'll be on all um, Lewis social platforms. So Facebook, Instagrams, all those areas. Um, We'll be promoting and selling tickets. So great. Watch this space. Okay, I've got a couple more questions and then I've just seen the time we've got to wrap up. Well, usually I ask everybody this question and I quite like it because I can kind of hear people squirm a bit, but then actually it always comes out with a really interesting answer. And the question is, what do you think you bring to the game, Ellie? Oh, 
That is a, the difficult question. <laughs> um, I think I bring a lot of passion um, to the game. Uh, I sacrifice a lot to play football, and I love it. And yeah, I I don't think I'm I'm amazing at anything, but I'm pretty good at quite a few different aspects of the game. So I like to think I'm just a solid, well-rounded player with a lot of passion, a high high work rate, and yeah, I like to think I'm a good teammate too. Um, I don't tend to ever really be um, negative unless you know I am having a really bad day, but you know we'll forget about those. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I like to think that I do bring out um, the best in other players too and enforce a lot of confidence in them and know how and when to talk to my teammates um, to assist them in the best way possible, which I think is something um, that is very valuable in today's game. A total triple threat centre forward. <laughs> Ellie Lee, get your leak on. <laughs> Any words of encouragement for those who might be trying to follow their passion? Yeah, um, I would just say that... Um, if you are really passionate about football and you love doing it and you want to go far, just work as hard as you possibly can and always have the best attitude you possibly can, um, regardless of the adversity you're going through, because you are going to go through adversity. Football is a game of mistakes. It's an opinionated game. So things are guaranteed to not go your way on you know more occasions than they are going to go your way. But just you know, stick with it and make sure you're doing it for the right reasons and be passionate and enjoy every single second that you get out on the field. Excellent. Thank you so much. Totally enjoyed every single second of this interview. <laughs> Ellie Leake, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, Billy. Thanks, Billy.